Let us pray. May the words of my lips and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Like many of us here, I am sure, Christmas has always been my favorite time of year. Yeah, Easter is, is important and probably perhaps even more important than Christmas itself, but I just love Christmas. As soon as our mother would allow it, up went the decorations. If it were up to me and my brother, we probably would have put them up in, early, in late September and probably left them up until early August. Given my mother's enthusiasm for Christmas, if I'm honest, we didn't actually have to wait all that long. And they did stay up probably much longer than they should have. There was no uh, Advent season in my house. There was no time of preparation. It was just Christmas all the time. The lights, the garland, the bows on the banister, snow outside. Our house lit up like the one out of Christmas Vacation, if you've seen that movie. But even with all those decorations and the presents and and all of it, my favorite times were sitting on our couch with the, the tree beside me all lit up, looking out our front window and getting lost in my thoughts. Even as a child, I loved doing that. Getting lost in the wonder of Christmas. And at the time, I probably couldn't tell you what that wonder was all about, but deep down I knew, even growing up in my very nominal Christian house, that Christmas was different. I think it's why I love our gospel reading so much. In it we see what makes this day so different, why it matters so much. Because in our reading we have the first recorded encounters with Jesus as a baby. Different groups of people all experiencing what it was like to be around this very different child. And when we look at these different people, we see something of a progression. We see a move from wondering to treasuring to glorifying. Many of us know the story of the angel appearing to the shepherds and announcing that a savior was born. After this amazing occurrence, off went the shepherds to find the child, and sure enough, they find things exactly as they are told they would. Upon arriving, they tell Mary and Joseph and, and those who were with them all that they had heard about Jesus from the angels. And here we get an interesting picture of these three different reactions to the angel's proclamation. First, we hear about, for lack of better terms, what I'm going to call the crowd. We don't know who they were, but they were the people with Joseph and Mary. And we read in verse 18, And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. Now, I have to admit, when I've read this verse throughout the years, I've kind of just read it as, them saying, well, that's, that's an interesting story. I'll, I'll have to consider that. But that's not what's happening here. That's, that's me and my analytical mind reading it, right? This is not 
an analytical consideration of the story they've been heard, they've been told. It's amazement. It's awe and wonder. Now try putting yourself in their shoes, right? A group of people come running in and they tell you this incredible story of seeing angels. And the angels telling you all about this child and how all of it happened exactly as they said it would. If it had been one shepherd, you, you might just brush it aside, right? One perhaps delusional or up a little too long shepherd. But it's a group of them. And it's not like they're coming in and asking for something for their story. There's no benefit to them for making this up. And so you hear this story and you begin to think, what is happening here? Who is this child? Could it be that he is the one that we have waited for, the Messiah of God? As the possibility sinks deep, as you hear the shepherd's story and see their faces gripped by the amazing experience they have had, wonder begins to fill you. These people wondered at what was being said. They are in a state of awe. Who is this child? And children are such a wonderful example of how we should react when we encounter Jesus. Children hear a story and they react with utter amazement, right? Wide-eyed, jaw drops. That's what this crowd is experiencing when they hear the shepherd's message. Something amazing has occurred and they are awestruck. Many of us have heard the Christmas story so many times that it just slides right past us. We've lost the wonder that we first had, perhaps when we were children, of hearing this incredible story of the baby born to be our Savior. Perhaps that's a good prayer for this day, that God would give us coldly analytical adults the wonder that we once had at hearing the good news that on this day Jesus was born. Now as great as awe and wonder are, they are just a first step. Our encounter with Jesus is meant to move us beyond wide-eyed amazement, and Mary is a perfect example of this. I love Mary. (laughs) She's one of my favorite characters in Scripture. In verse 19, we read, But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. She had been told some pretty incredible things about this son that she was to have. The angel Gabriel told her who this child would be, and the shepherd's message confirms it. And so when she heard the shepherd's remarkable pronouncement, holding her newborn son In her arms, she pondered and treasured what she had heard in her heart. Now, this is not just some intellectual assent. It's not her thinking, well, yeah, I guess that confirms it then. No, it's the truth of her son, the truth of Jesus sinking deep into her. She's treasuring who he is. She's valuing what she's being told about him 
and being changed by it. I think parents can understand this a little bit. Think about when someone pays your child a compliment, right? It softens your heart a little bit, doesn't it? Well, Mary's going through something like that, except on a level that we couldn't even imagine. Mary didn't sit there and think, wow, that's amazing. She allowed the words to sink deep in, to affect her heart and how she looked upon her son. That's a progression we are meant to experience when we encounter Jesus. Awe and wonder can help us to start to fall in love with the Lord, but that wonder needs to penetrate our hearts just as it did with Mary. And as it does, the love we have for Jesus grows and our hearts become softened towards him. He begins to change us. Having been filled with awe and wonder, having treasured Jesus in our hearts, we then would have the most logical of responses. And here the shepherds serve as an example. Verse 20, and the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God. That's what the Christian life is all about right there. Worship is what we were created to do. Praising Jesus is what people were created to do. It's where that heart softening encounter is meant to take us. All of our wonder, all our pondering and treasuring overflows into praising and glorifying God. After all, he deserves nothing less. For it was on this day that we celebrate that great truth the angels pronounced that in the city of David, a Savior was born who is Christ the Lord. God himself came to earth as a helpless baby boy to seek and to save the lost. The crowd, Mary, the shepherds, all of them have this encounter with Jesus, looking at this child in awe and wonder, treasuring him and praising God. It's what Christ wants for each of us. You know what I love perhaps most about this story? It's that it's all about Jesus. It's just him. None of the trappings that seem to go along with Jesus. Just him. Many of us have heard the story of Jesus more times than we can count. And it's gotten to a place that when we hear it, we don't actually hear the words or accounts of Jesus' life, but, but everything else, right? We hear the church that's stuffy and dry and boring. Seemingly not at all changed by the life-giving truth that God came to earth as Jesus. We hear the gospel coming from the mouth of someone who has wounded us, or hypocritical church leaders who tell us to follow Jesus while living lives of sin. We hear about it from family members. And while we see our family members at their best and their worst, don't we? And we tend to remember the worst. I understand all of these reactions, seeing these things and wondering what kind of impact could Jesus actually have had? 
I'm sympathetic to that position. I've experienced all these things that I've listed here. But it's part of why I think this story is so important, that this particular reading is so important, because the shepherds, the crowd, and Mary, they saw Jesus, just Jesus. They looked at him. I wonder if that's what God is seeking to remind us of in this story today. A reminder that, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that can go along with and color our view of Christianity and certainly the church, but that deep down, the faith is all about one man. One man who is far more than just any man, Jesus Christ, who would live the perfect life and then die the atoning death so that we might have life through him. Wondering, treasuring, praising. It's what God wants for us, but we won't get there if we focus on all the other stuff that gets in the way. Perhaps today, just, just this one day, we could take the time to focus on Christ and Christ alone. Perhaps in looking to Jesus alone, we might begin to treasure him in our hearts. We might be filled again with the awe and wonder, and who knows, maybe we might even praise God. It's what Christmas is all about. The joy of praising God for his gift to us. May it be that each of us would take this day to respond again to the invitation of the angels, to go to Bethlehem in heart and mind and gaze upon the baby in the manger, praising God that he has come to set his people free. Christmas Day is truly a different sort of day. For on this day, love and joy and hope himself entered the world, bringing life to all who will receive him and glorify his name. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do give you thanks for Christmas Day. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for sending him to save us. Thank you for his humility in coming as a child and his servant heart leading all the way to the cross where he would redeem us. We pray, Lord, that you would fill us again with the wonder of who Jesus is, that you would help us to treasure him above all other things, and that you would help us to praise and glorify you now and always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.